0: Module 4. Staying energised with a smart lunch break Even during a normal work day, we tend to look forward to lunch, don't we? It's not just about getting that energy refill, but it's also a key opportunity to give your brain a break. During these busy event days especially, your lunch break is probably looking like a great opportunity to recharge and get some extra energy, and it is. Though the wrong foods can also zap your energy even more, leaving you sleepy. In this module, we will explore how you can make sure your lunch break will feed you and not make you even more tired. 4.1. The brain break secret. You spend these event days absorbing information for hours on end. That's a lot for your brain and your body to handle. So, when there's a chance for a break, do take it. And with a break, I mean giving your brain a real break. No new information coming in, and let your mind wander. These sneaky little nuggets of downtime are what will actually separate you from the pack. They give your brain a chance to flush out some stress hormones and set the new knowledge it has taken in, leaving you with firmer memories of the material, more energy, and a much better attitude for your networking moments. I know you want to check your texts and emails, have a coffee, check out the exhibition, and chat with a friend at the same time. But try to give yourself a few moments during that day where you're absolutely doing nothing. No new information. Daydream. Go outside for a few minutes to get some fresh air. Look out for birds you've never seen in your own country. Just give yourself a real break. Your energetic afternoon brain will thank you. 4.2. What and how to eat for a happy brain and body. Rushing through lunch lowers the nutritional benefits. It's like, did I really eat that whole bag of chips? I only took two. You know you ate them all. You were just distracted the whole time so your brain and your body both forgot about them. But the empty calories are still floating around, weighing you down. Pay attention to what you eat as you eat it, taking the time to sit down and chew thoroughly, savoring each moment the food is in your mouth, how it satisfies your growing stomach. This is called mindful eating, and it really does not only let you enjoy your food more, but helps you feel more full and energized. They say you should chew 20 to 40 times per bite, I don't know about you, but sometimes I only chew a bite about five times. Mindful eating starts already in the planning phase, which also gives your brain a great place to wander during your daytime brain breaks. What's more fun than thinking about food, right? At your next event, try to plan your lunch in advance. What will you eat? Is that available in the venue? And do you want to wait in line for that? Or might takeout from a nearby restaurant be a better idea? And before and after lunch, start your day well, and make healthy choices as you go. Whether you're a breakfast eater or an intermittent faster, for most people carbs are best kept to your first meal of the day, when your insulin levels are higher. When you take a long break from eating, as most people do overnight, your body has a chance to recharge its insulin production, so it's ready to process the glucose you get from carbs, meaning you'll feel less tired from a potential sugar crash than you would later in the day you want to start your day with foods that will release energy more slowly, like whole grains. Simple carbs, like white bread, cause your energy level to spike more quickly, leaving you feeling drained later. More complex carbs release energy at a steadier pace, keeping you going longer. Most hotels you'll stay in for business events serve yummy, warm, protein rich scrambled eggs. Add a sprinkle of black pepper and a slice or two of whole grain toast for a delicious and satisfying start to your day. Oatmeal is another great way to begin, preferably without any sugar. Add an apple or banana and some cinnamon for that hint of sweetness. I make this at home a few times a week myself. I always like to have a few certain quick and easy breakfast items at hand. Like Greek yogurt with some fruits and nuts or granola. Ideally one without too much sugar. Add a bit of cinnamon, of course, and it's delicious. Most hotels will also include these items in their breakfast buffet. But don't be afraid to make use of your hotel mini-fridge, when there is one, to stock up on your own. It's a healthy, satisfying way to cure cravings later in the day. And sometimes, guess what? Being conscious and mindful about what you eat can also mean actually indulging in that tin of Pringles, a fudgy lava cake, or a crisp glass of white wine with friends. Just remember, when you do, to make the most of it. Really enjoy it. Taste it. Chew it. And then balance out that sugar rush with other healthier options throughout the rest of the day. After all, you don't want to be a victim of the afternoon dip. Let's talk through some tips on fending off that later-in-the-day tiredness in the next chapter. 4.3. Avoiding the afternoon dip. So, all morning you were feeling productive and motivated. You learned a lot and got to know a lot of new people. So you decided to reward yourself with a good lunch in one of the restaurants at the venue maybe a delicious pasta carbonara, a good glass of wine. And when you saw someone passing by with this beautiful lava cake dripping chocolate, you just couldn't resist. You met a few nice people, realized you had another work friend in common, and agreed to all grab a drink in that trendy little bar around the corner later on. In other words, you had a perfect networking lunch. And then 2 p.m. comes. You're back in the session room without any daylight, and it's suddenly become a struggle to stay awake. It feels like you're listening to a lullaby on repeat. Your eyes are getting heavier, and you have realized you're even missing parts of the talk. Is anybody looking at me, you wonder? Did anyone see that I closed my eyes for a second? You know what this is called. It's a typical afternoon dip. Or a postprandial dip, if you want to sound scientific. But why is this happening? What causes it? And how can you minimize this distracting drop in energy? It all comes down to your biological clock. A person with a typical body rhythm, so without jet lag, night shifts, medical conditions, etc. will usually find they experience the biggest decrease in energy between 2 and 4 a.m. in the middle of the night when we're generally asleep. Your body produces more melatonin, the hormone that helps to regulate your sleep during those hours. Well, that same hormone, melatonin, also often pops up in the afternoon, more or less between 1 and 3 p.m., That's exactly when your eyelids start to drift closed, and your concentration is as sharp as a mashed banana. This is just how our bodies work, regardless of what we ate or whether we drank enough water, whether you've seen any daylight or been active in the morning. Our bodies are simply designed to slow down in the afternoons, regardless of what we eat for lunch. However, we can make it worse with some food choices. And on the plus side, we can also minimize the fatigue through all the good habits we've discussed throughout this course. After lunch, your body needs to devote some energy to digesting your food. A normal process, but if you've eaten a heavy meal, starchy french fries or a sugary muffin, your body will need to work even harder to process it. So make sure your lunch is full of foods that are high in fiber, fruit and veggies, healthy fats, protein and a small amount of carbs. Simply said, try to avoid heavy meals and simple carbs like sugary drinks, fried food and white pasta for example. Focus on food that gives you a steady release of energy. Think of a rich salad with chicken, greens, nuts and oil, or a yogurt with a sweet and salty mix of berries and nuts. Instead of a burger, go for a turkey and avocado sandwich on whole grain bread. It's lighter on your stomach and will help you keep your energy up throughout the afternoon. Pair it with a side salad or some veggies for that extra nutrient boost. If you're still feeling tired, moving will help. If you're stuck in your seat, shifting your posture or jiggling a leg can help you focus, as long as your movements aren't distracting to others around you. The tips I gave in module 3.3 to keep your mind from wandering will also work well here. If you're really fading fast, then find an excuse to stand up and walk around for a moment. Maybe it's a good time for a bathroom break. Movement stimulates blood flow, also to your brain, giving you great energy benefits, especially after lunch. Later in the day though, you might just need another little energy boost, a snack. But of course, some snacking is better than others when it comes to conferences and business events. Let's talk about why in the next module. 4.4, what to eat in the late afternoon. Sometimes your blood sugar dips and you just need a little pick me up. Or your brain has been burning calories so fast taking in all this new information that you're feeling hunger pangs hours before dinner. That's where snacking comes in. I recommend giving module 1.6 on power snacking for networking and listen first. I won't repeat the same tips here. Except to say that good planning will save you time, money and energy. If you haven't packed any healthy snacks, check out the food options in or around the venue and try to think of some snacks that will keep your energy level stable, like an apple with some yogurt or some nuts. And of course, a power bar is always an easy energy option to grab on the go. They're very easy to pack as well to make sure you're prepared. Just try to avoid the most sugary bars or other snacks, as those are the ones that will lead you to crash before your day is done. And of course, wash it down with plenty of liquid. This will be your secret ingredient to staying more alert and avoiding overeating. Let's talk more in the next chapter. 4.5, the hydration secret. We talked about the importance of hydrating while traveling in general in the first module, but everything I said there applies just as well to conferences, which tend to involve sitting in air-conditioned meeting venues all day. Dehydration can make you tired and reduce your focus. Not to mention that thirst is often confused for hunger, causing people to overeat, which makes you even more tired. I personally try to do my water or non-dehydrating liquid drinking in bulk, concentrating my efforts into three sessions throughout the day, so that I don't need to think about drinking enough the rest of the time. Just try to drink at least one whole half liter bottle for each part of the day, morning, afternoon and evening. This can be water or any kind of soft drink, ideally without sugar. Just keep in mind that if you go for a drink with alcohol in it, you should add an additional glass of water for each glass of alcohol you drink, which will not only help you stay hydrated and avoid an energy dip, but it will help minimize the hangover as well. Just bring your own water bottle and fill it up at any of the water stations. Running a water refilling errand is an excellent chance also to move around a bit to recharge and mingle with people you would otherwise miss. The next chapter offers some tips on how to make the most of mini field trips like this. 4.6 Recharging yourself on the move with bonus mingling. Short breaks during lunch hours really can do wonders. You do definitely need the time to sit quietly and clear your mind, and pay attention to what you're eating. And I know you won't be able to resist checking messages, but keep your phone time to a minimum for your own health and sanity on this busy day and try this tip instead. Instead of reaching for your phone, stand up, stretch your arms, give your neck and shoulders a nice little stretch, maybe a little rug. There's usually always a hallway or quiet space where you can do this without prying eyes, if you're feeling self-conscious. A bathroom saw in the worst case. If you've got a full hour or more of downtime though, you have a chance to sneak in a little hard boosting stroll as well. Get your blood flowing again. Take a short walk for example through the exhibition area if there is one at your conference. Mingle with the people on the floor and chat with the people running the booths you find most interesting. People you might have otherwise missed meeting at this event. Or go outside for a short stroll and get some mood-boosting daylight and fresh air. This stimulates your circulation and digestion. Work out any stiff joints from what's probably been a pretty sedentary day of sitting still. You'll feel recharged and ready to meet new people. Now, how to get through and even enjoy these all-important networking conversations is another set of skills. And that's exactly what Module 5 is all about. I've got tips on everything from prep to leaving a good impression coming up next.